What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Final Pick Podcast. I am your host, Zachary, and I'm here with my co-host right to my to my left. Or right, I don't, I don't know what this thing. Go ahead and choose yourself. What's up, guys? I'm Van. And yes, I'm, obviously, this is another more NBA Central podcast. Don't worry. We will end up talking about the NFL at some point, but it's the offseason, the NBA. And there's nothing better than these NBA storylines. And before we start with anything, it is the day before 4th of July. If you guys hear fires in my background, I am sorry about that, but people are throwing fireworks around today. And I also want to wish everybody a happy 4th of July weekend before we get started. And without further ado, you guys weren't here to, talk, aren't here to listen to that. You guys are here to listen to some sports talk. And over uh, a couple days ago, uh, Kevin Durant, arguably the best player in basketball, requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. And I mean, it's Kevin Durant. Every single team's going to give a phone call to try to get this man. A couple days before that, obviously, Kyrie Irving opted into his contract. And everybody thought, all right, it's all good. KD and Kyrie are going to be back together this season. But that is definitely not the case. Uh, you got any uh, initial thoughts on KD? Obviously, that happened a couple days ago. So we've had some time to digest uh, the trade request. Um. It was definitely a shock because, right? It seemed like everything was getting back to normal. Kyrie uh, signed his, uh, is is uh, what is it? Is Fitzgerald opted. opted in, and uh, we, we didn't expect any of this to happen. We thought it was kind of going to be going to be a, a kind of dull off season. Mitchell maybe, Rudy Gobert maybe, but that happened. I'm in the middle of Disney. You text me saying we need to get a pod now, and we couldn't. But that was that was definitely off guard. Uh, but it, it makes this off season very fun, so I'm I'm all for it, and it's an Eastern Conference team, so I'm definitely all for it. Yeah, and uh, obviously, when you got a player like Kevin Durant, it's going to take a huge trade package. He has four years left on the contract, four years left on his contract. Therefore, I mean, the, he doesn't have as much leverage as some of these other guys, you know, that have had one, maybe two years left in their contract. He's got a full four years, you know. And, I mean, like I said, he might be the best player in basketball. So there's some conversations for other guys like Giannis, so on and so forth. But, nonetheless, a top 15 player, NBA history, this might be the biggest trade package we've ever seen. And, I mean, that's why we don't know how long it's going to take for the Nets to potentially trade him. I mean, because they're going to ask for a lot, rightfully so. And, I mean, we just really haven't seen anything like this in quite a while. Um, So... I'm going to go ahead and ask you, what five teams do you think have the best to offer for Kevin Durant? Most likely landing spots for him. So top five teams to offer or top five teams? Who do you think are top the top? Most likely. What teams do you think are the most likely? Which five teams most likely to land Kevin Durant? All right. One, I have Warriors. Two, Miami Heat. Three, Toronto Raptors. Four, the Phoenix Suns. And five, the Boston Celtics. That is a very, very interesting list. Uh, in order for me, my five most likely is one, I got the Phoenix Suns, the team he asked to be traded to. Number two, I got the Toronto Raptors. Number three, I have the Miami Heat. Number four, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. And then number five, I have the Boston Celtics. So you have the Warriors number one, and I don't even have them on my list at all. Um, I just don't see a world where Kevin Durant ends up back on the Golden State Warriors. I just don't see it happening. I know obviously they're going to get a phone call, 
but 29 teams in the NBA are need a phone call. I, I don't think a phone call means anything, you know? Yeah, for sure. But I, the reason why I had them number one is I feel like they always stay quiet and stuff, and I feel like it just happens. The, the, I feel like always it's always the most unlikely stuff that happens with these big NBA players. So that's why I, I heard they were a little bit in the mix today. I thought they were in the mix way before that, but I'm sure they were. We just don't know everything. But that's just that's just my sneaky. I think that's their number one odds, and they could offer Wiggins, they could offer Poole, Kuminga, uh, Moses Moody, uh, picks. The one thing yeah. with Andrew Wiggins is he is on that rookie destination contract, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, in case any guys are unaware, uh, you can't trade for two players um, that are both under the rookie extension destination contract. Something something called something like that. Wiggins and is they, on that. Wiggins is on that contract. Yes. Oh. So they, they already traded in Ben Simmons. So in order for them to do a trade with the Warriors, which obviously would likely involve Andrew Wiggins, either Wiggins got to get sent to a third team, but they had to trade Ben Simmons away in order to do do something like that. See, this is what happens when I stick a few days away from the computer. You know what I mean? I didn't even know that. So that's just that's just a bad take by me then. Yeah. I mean, I, my, my list would basically stay the same and just switch five to the Pelicans and Warriors would get taken off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they obviously have assets that they could throw. They don't but... have the cap for that though, to match it. If they can't, if they can't trade Wiggins, that's what Wiggins was for was the cap match. Yeah, but I mean, either way, no matter what trade happens, I would be very shocked if it's a two-team trade. I'd be pretty shocked if it's a three-team trade. I would expect some really? type of four, five-team trade in order to get Kevin Durant because that's just how much uh, they're going to basically request for him. And uh, before I talk about some of the teams, I said. I want to um, tell you like an interesting trade offer that I've seen like on the internet, right? Let me hear it. Um, here, let me just pull it up real quick because I. So basically, it would involve the the Brooklyn Nets getting a return of Donovan Mitchell, Miles Turner, Michael Bridges, Cameron Johnson, and a boatload of picks, right? It, uh, and this is a fourteen trade, by the way. Uh, the Indiana Pacers would receive DeAndre Ayton in the sign and trade. Okay. The Phoenix Suns would get Kevin Durant. And the Utah Jazz would end up getting Ben Simmons. So, I mean, obviously the picks can – I'm not going to go too long with the picks. But basically, if you look team by team, the Nets get Miles Turner, Donovan Mitchell, Michael Bridges, Cameron Johnson for Kevin Durant. Uh, the Pacers get Ben Simmons for Miles Turner and picks. Uh, the Suns get Kevin Durant for Michael Bridges, Cameron Johnson, a boatload of picks, and they sign a trade away DeAndre Ayton. And then the uh, Pacers uh, would end up getting. Uh, or, hold on, I just said the Pacers get uh, DeAndre Ayton. And sign yeah. Um, did you put this then, trade in the chat? Um, I did, but I had swapped Simmons and Ayton. So. All right. Yeah, but then uh, I forgot what I was saying. The Jazz would end up getting Ben Simmons back for Donovan Mitchell. And they'd also probably get some picks back as well. Danny Ainge would not do that. It depends if Donovan Mitchell asks out, which we'll if go ahead and talk about. If he asks out, which I think he will. I think he kind of already did. I, I don't I don't feel like it's a thing to ask out. I think it's just going to be a thing that happens. Danny Ainge always tends to leak bullshit once they're trying to trade somebody. He said, like last, like two days ago, we're trying to build around Donovan. We're trying to have him here at least until next year. 
and have these young guys around him. I don't believe that. That's him trying to up the trade value. Uh, I, I'm not saying he can't be involved in a Durant four-team trade. That's very possible. But Ben Simmons, nah, that's not a Danny Ainge type player. He doesn't want a guy that's sat out a year, had, can't shoot the ball, hasn't been shooting the ball. I'm not saying he can't because I think he eventually can. But he, I don't think that's a player Danny Ainge would want for the Jazz, at, le- at least to start building a team around. Yeah, and we'll talk about the Jazz later because they obviously made a big move uh, already in this offseason. But, I mean, step back to Durant, right? Um, obviously, I had the Phoenix Suns first. I don't remember where you had the Phoenix Suns in your list. Um, I had the Suns third. Third. I mean, I, I, I'd be, I won't say I'd be shocked if it's the Suns, but obviously the Suns are his preferred team to get mm-hmm. traded to. Um, it would also have to be multiple teams. Uh, Mike Hill Bridges, uh, possible D'Andre and sign and trade, and uh, Cameron Johnson and picks just probably aren't enough for a player of Kevin Durant's caliber. That's yeah. why you probably send DeAndre Ayton to another team and try to get like that all-star caliber player that the uh, that's feel like they could build around. Mm-hmm. Like like Donovan Mitchell, for example. But I'm not saying it's necessarily gonna be him. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean the Suns, they're probably the most willing. They because they know he wants to be there. And and like those assets are good players. They just need to find that guy who could be that star for for them. Obviously, Dem Booker. It's going to be off the table because, I mean, the Suns want to build around him and KD. It obviously just signed an extension. Therefore, he can't be traded this year. And they got Chris Paul to basically find the Suns. Everyone else is on the table to get a Kevin Durant. But I've heard they don't want to gut their roster for him. So it'll be interesting. They did sign a couple guys to a one-year minimum contracts yesterday. I forget exactly who they were. But, you know, it might be a foreshadow for a trade. Who knows? But I do have that's my most uh, most likely landing spot for him. Josh Okoge. Was one of the guys, yeah, but I, I, nice don't, I, I don't, I, I don't think the Suns, I don't think the Suns get it done. To be completely honest, I feel like they have enough to do it, but I feel like it's a team that has star players in position, and wants to add Durant to that and gut the whole young core of a team, which is a team like Boston. Uh, I think it could be a Jalen Brown type thing. I think. Suns are definitely a possibility, but I think it's more of either Celtics, Raptors, and Heat. I think those are the teams where they want to – I mean, if I'm Nets, I want to trade them to Western Conference, but at the same time, I think the best offers are going to be coming from those teams. Uh, I don't think the Raptors are offering Scotty Barnes. You tend to think they are. I don't think they are. I don't. I feel like I'd be stupid because uh, if, if I'm the Raptors GM, I, I want to have the rookie of the year next to one of the best players in the league. Like, that's something that has to happen if that's not happening. I don't want Fred Van Vliet and KD. Like, that's not going to win anything because it would have to be two players from the Raptors. You get what I'm saying? So Jalen Brown seems like a player that, like, I, I think it's either Boston or Miami, to be completely honest. That's 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 the that's the closest teams, I think, that, like, and it's going to be so weird. It's going to be a four-team trade, three-team trade, like you're saying, but it's going to be so weird. Now, my second team was Toronto, and I'm be completely honest with you, I'd be shocked if it's not Toronto or Phoenix. I'd be completely shocked in that sense. I sure. if 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 Toronto's not willing to offer Scotty Barnes, then they wouldn't be in this conversation. And their odds have been rising a lot in these um in these books. You know, they are almost at the same odds as the Suns and as a team that was in his preferred destination. I mean, I think that is saying something. I do think that they will be willing to offer Scotty Barnes, Oceana Nobi, so on and so forth to get a Kevin Durant because, I mean, you wouldn't be in this conversation if 
you weren't going to give up Scotty Barnes, your best asset for Kevin Durant. And I mean, um, it would be interesting to see him in Toronto. These obviously everyone knows game five when he was with the Warriors in the finals, what happened when he hurt his Achilles in Toronto, the crowd was kind of cheering him uh, on the way out. So it'd be interesting to see how willing he'd be to be in Toronto. Although I know he has talked about Toronto being a nice city, stuff like that before. Um, mm-hmm. But package-wise, the Raptors could arguably offer the best package as if it was a two-team trade. Like I said, they could be more teams involved. But, I mean, if you get a player like Scotty Barnes to build around, like that's one of the players that you do want to build around if you're the Nets and be comfortable with it for possibly a Kevin Durant. So that's why I have some second best. But like I said, I think there's probably, as long as he does get traded, because honestly, if Nets will see in the package they like, they can wait. They got four years. But um, as long as he does get traded, like I expect him to be, I'd say there's probably an 80% chance it's one of those two teams. I just I just don't see – like, I, and, and this is another thing. Kevin Durant is going to have a say. I, I'm sorry I don't believe the Woj thing where he's not going to really get a choice. He is. I'm sorry. Why is all this KD stuff coming out saying, oh, I only want to play with the Heat if Lowry, Butler, and uh, Adebayo are there? His word's going to have meaning. It is a top ten player in the league, top five player probably. I'm, I'm just, it's Kevin. It's Kevin Durant. He's gonna have a say. They, he trusted them signing with them for a long term. He's going to have a say where he goes. And I'm not saying Toronto can't be that team, but if you're trading Scotty Barnes and Van Vliet or Siakam with that, why would he want to go there? I don't go think to Canada with all those things you just said and play with another uh, bottom bottom uh, bottom of the league all star. Like Van Vliet or Siakam, they're not going to win anything. Why would he want to go there? Like Suns, I, I get your point there. That's the only the only reason why I would think Suns because they won't trade Booker at Paul. They wouldn't want Paul, and I'm sure they would want Booker, but the Suns wouldn't give up Booker. It makes sense to go there. But uh, as far as I, I can't see him wanting to go to the Raptors, and that's why it's so confusing because I'm like coming back on my words. It's just I do not know where he's going to go. There's so many types of um, – uh, different words coming into it where it's it's either Durant's choice as well. It's all, a lot of stuff is factoring into it. And I think it, it's just going to be a complete no one knows. Nobody knows. It's impossible to know. Whoever's going to throw the most stuff at him and KD says yes to, that's what's going to happen, obviously. But it, it, I, it, it's, it's impossible to completely know it's going to go. Because, you've of course, 15 teams are calling. I think KD has to approve a trade. I really don't think it's just going to be like you're gone. I don't think that. Well, here's the thing. I mean, obviously, we don't have any of his list because Woj has reported that the Suns and Heat are the top two teams on his list, but he did yeah. say there's the only two teams on his list, right? So we don't know what else could t- potentially be on there. Now, I don't think he would say no to the Raptors because overall they'd be a winning situation if he was to get traded there for hypothetically Scotty Barnes, OG Anadobi, and Picks type deal, right? But um, you say you don't think they're going to offer Scotty. But they're they traded De, they traded Demar Derozan for a one year rental on Kawhi. I don't think that's that, great. That's old Demar Derozan. They've gotten he, the best ten years out of Demar Derozan. They're not going to trade the Rookie of the Year. They're not going to do that. And I'm I guarantee if if the, if the Raptors offered Scotty Barnes, the trade would be done already. They're not offering Scotty Barnes. I be, I truly believe that that trade would be done because to match I, the contract, they would have to be Siakam or Van Vliet to match the contract situation. You'd get Van Vliet or Siakam with the Rookie of the Year. The shit would be done already. I completely disagree. I think Scotty Barnes 100% the package, but it's Kevin Durant. Like I said, I mean, Scotty Barnes is a great piece, great piece, but it is Kevin Durant. He's worth a lot more than Scotty Barnes. 
Um, and, and obviously, you said the uh, contract-wise. I mean, they might offer like a Gary Trennan also sent to another team to meet the contract-wise. I don't because I don't think OG and Scotty meets it, but uh, Scotty, OG, and Trent financially, I think, does reach it. And I mean, the Raptors are a team that don't play a lot of players, anyways. And they, I mean, they're, they're just a weird team. They play with a lot of length, which Kevin Durant obviously would add to. Sure. I, I I think there's some real smoke with the Toronto Raptors. I think there's real smoke. Like I, I had them in the top three. But I, I just don't think – like, I think what they want is a young guy. That's, I think, the main thing. I think they want a young star, which Scotty Barnes is, but I don't think they're offering you Scotty Barnes because I feel like you can't get any better if you want a young star. Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year. He's great on both ends of the floor. Like, I feel like that trade would be done already if Scotty Barnes was in it. I'm not saying Scotty Barnes won't get thrown in it in the future with more negotiations and uh, uh, decisions coming to an end. I'm not saying the Raptors might not just say, fuck it, take Scotty Barnes. But I, I'm telling you right now, that trade would be done if Scotty Barnes was in it. There's, there would be zero reason for the Nets to not do it right now. Zero. They, they have time on their side. They, they have time for on their sure. side. They're going to try to get the biggest package possible. I mean, you saw what Rudy Gobert went for. Like, KD is going to be worth a lot. Yeah. He's going to be worth a lot. But um, That fucked up the market, truly. Oh, and yeah. and I, don't, I don't think the Jazz were trying to trade him. The Timberwolves just threw everything at him. Everything. Uh, next up, I think second on your list or on my list was the Miami Heat. Obviously, the uh, other team that he reportedly wants to play for. Um, I just personally don't think the Heat have enough assets for him, personally. Um, unless they're able to work out the four or five team trade. Because I think what they got to hope for is, for one, the Nets like Hero that gets sent there. They have to hope that Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robson can get some type of asset for them that they could flip to another team to get sent to Brooklyn, right? Just hypothetically yeah. speaking. And also, other guys, like like the one thought that I've had in my head is, is there a team out there that maybe has some backcourt uh, problems that might maybe be willing to throw first for a combination of Gabe Vincent and Max Drews? Obviously, neither of them are worth close to a first on their own. But That's if a team be willing to – if if a team has wants backcourt help, right, would they yeah. take cheap, something cheap like that that he can then offer that first and like a Duncan Robinson, let's say, and flip it for a good player. Like, I, I don't think, I think John Collins is worth more than this, but maybe hypothetically that, and then you can send Collins a hero there. It's like something along those lines, right? Because Collins, I know, has been in trade block forever. Try to work something like that. I think it's the only way a team like the Heat could really get involved in this race if they try to do something like that. Lowry, obviously, he had a lot of um, interest last offseason from teams. Don't know if that'd be the case now, but if they can get some type of asset for him to flip to the Nets, I think that's what their goal would have to be in order to get Kevin Durant. But I will say the longer this goes, I think it would be more beneficial for the Heat. Because I sure. think that means they're probably talking to a lot of teams to try right. to do something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, but I, 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 as, as much as I want it to happen as a Heat fan, I just don't see it happening. But it, it's weird because Donovan Mitchell's there. We know he is. Uh, one of someone close to him came out today and said he was looking at houses beachside Miami. Every player does that, but I take that with a grain of salt. But I, I just can't see Pat so engaged in something that's very unlikely when there's something sitting there like that that would fit the team perfectly. Uh, that's why I think something's like already in the works with the Jazz, but I feel like he's just a backup because it is Kevin Durant. But it's just confusing that we haven't seen any reports that the Heat are out. But, like, it would take a lot of things to happen our way for Kevin Durant to come to the Heat. It would, it would take a lot. So I don't see it happening like you. I don't think that's happening. 
But what's confusing is why are we not out of it yet? And it, it just seems like Pat's trying to do a lot, and we just don't know because no signings are happening. You realize that? All these yeah. guys aren't – no one no one in that mid-tier is getting signed right now. None because yeah, Kevin, of this trade. Kevin Durant's going to hold the market. I do think the one interesting thing is a lot of times the media is going to hold the leverage play, right? And it seems mm-hmm. like a lot of the Kevin Durant talk with the media is between the Suns and the Heat, obviously the two main spots. But you see one report that like, oh, Kevin Durant only wants to be there. Flowery's there, for example, right? But then you see these other reports like going like different ways. It feels like a leverage play. The Suns aren't, I mean, the Nets aren't interested in the DeAndre Ayton trade. I mean, I think a lot of this is leverage play for both sides to get their price to where they want. So I think something interesting to kind of watch out for. I don't know how long this trade's going to take. I kind of think it's going to run into the middle of July until a trade happens. But who knows? Maybe a lot of times Durant likes this stuff happening on 4th of July, like we've seen before. So maybe tomorrow's the day something happens. It ain't going to happen tomorrow. I'd love for it to happen tomorrow because I just want this market to get going. Because I don't think it's happening with the Heat. So I just want this to happen so we could focus to Donovan Mitchell. You know what I mean? I want stuff to go down. I don't like this hold stuff. It just gets it, it, all these rumors. They're so annoying. You just don't know what's going to happen. Everybody's talking out of their ass. And I just want stuff to start moving. Because we already have California League basketball. I mean, the season just ended, of course. But still, like I, I don't want to focus on this. I don't want to watch. It's almost football season. I don't want to watch these rumors. Just get this stuff done with. Just get it done with. And I know it's harder for Kevin Durant because it's going to involve several teams and the Nets are going to get what they can get. But it's just it's annoying as a fan. Yep. Uh, next next team on my list is really the only other team I really see having a chance. But I feel like they're a bit on the back burner as the Pelicans, personally. I mean, if Brandon Ingram's involved, they, they get a chance to get him. Some people said that Brandon Ingram was the next Kevin Durant. Um, if he's not involved, though, you can throw them out. But I think the Pelicans might be interested in offering Brandon Ingram. They would have a nice team if they were to. Um, I mean, I don't think CJ Zion, obviously Zion can't be, but I don't think CJ Zion or Falchunas would be involved in the Kevin Durant trade. Yeah, I mean, you add Kevin Durant to that trio, yeah. that is a very, very good start in my yeah. maybe, maybe their point guard is, I don't know who their point guard would be, or their other Alvarado. Well, Alvarado could maybe be the starting point guard. I don't know who else would be involved in the trade. Maybe, Maybe someone of like Ingram, Herb Jones, Kyra Lewis, maybe Dyson Daniels. Um, but I'm still Hayes. But um, overall, I think they have a package that could be sent for Durant. They also have a lot of picks from like the Lakers to Anthony Davis trade. But I think one thing is, would Kevin Durant be willing to play there? And on top of the fact as well, will, will they off Brandon? Will they try to keep keep going with their current plan? I think that's really the two main questions. You know what bothers me is like you can't tell me the Pelicans can't get this deal done right now. Like there's no way. If the Pelicans call them and say, "Here's Bi the five five first round picks we have in the next two drafts," and Dyson Daniels and uh, Herb Jones as other role pe- role pieces, that that trade would be done. I can't believe the Nets would be like, "All right, we'll think about it." That's not something you think about. That's that's franchise changing. That's what you'd get back for Kevin Durant. That makes sense. Just like if the Raptors offered Scotty Barnes with somebody else in picks, that would already be done. Like, I'm telling you right now, but Pelicans would make sense. Like, uh, that's why I think KD has a say, because I feel like that trade would be done if the Pelicans want to do it. But I think they want to – I think they like what they're building. They like that they have five first-round picks with the team they already have. So I feel like they're just sitting, which it seems like right now, because it doesn't seem like they're talking much, but we don't know everything. But 
I, I think like if the Pelicans wanted to be a contender, they do that right now, and I feel like it doesn't get declined. Like I feel, or maybe they want to hold out for offers, but I feel like it's at the top of the list. So if, if that trade gets offered, it's got to be a KD set. You know what I mean? I don't think it's they have they have probably one of the best packages. I will say, just hearing the way you're talking, I think you kind of are underestimating how much Durant's going to cost. Because you keep saying if Scotty Barnes is offered, it's going to be done. If Brandon Graham's offered, it's going to be done. It's going to take a lot more than those players. And this is the start negotiation. I think he's going to be be traded for a lot more than that. So that's why with you saying Scotty Barnes there, it would easily be done by now. I mean, it's only like day three of free agency, of the negotiations with the teams. Like, like, it's going to take a lot more than these players for it to be done right now i don't think it will be i really don't think it will be i think every team is trying to play hardball like they should but i just feel like dude if you're getting offered scotty barnes fred van vliet what's beating that you get the young player you want hero ain't beating that bi ain't beating that uh who else is in it bridges and aiden's not beating that like i just feel like those types of moves already be done the pelicans could offer all those picks that are soon picks and they love that Picks this year are way more than picks in two years. We're, we're uh, value wise, so like I feel like I, I don't know. I, I I probably am underestimating it, but I feel like those trades they're not getting offered, obviously. But I feel like if they could, they can get them done quick, or at least jump to the top of the board very quick. Yeah, and I don't know how many board teams left you have on your list. I know Celtics. I had fifth on my list, and definitely just comes up is Jalen Brown available. If you're keeping Jalen Brown, obviously make the finals this year. If you want to offer him for KD, that could be a possibility. If Jalen Brown ain't involved, that's not happening. Yeah, it's impossible. And it's all it's all based on Jalen Brown, but here's the thing. We don't know how Bradley Martin is as a GM. We know how Danny Ainge is. He doesn't have loyalty. He doesn't care. He'll get the best value possible, which Kevin Durant would be that. I'm not saying that deal would be done, but Jalen Brown would probably be offered already. I don't know how Bradley Martin moves. So it's it's completely it, it's impossible to predict with Boston. Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. You said Bradley Martin. Brad Stevens. Sorry, Bradley Martin's a YouTuber in this. Losing <laughs> my shit, dude. I've been I've not gotten just, off sleep. Just just had to let you know that you're saying it wrong. <laughs> it's Brad Stevens. I know this. I'm not I I just Bradley Martin's a YouTuber. My bad. Jesus, I look stupid right now. I'm, I've been out of it. I've been walking for three days nonstop. I'm out of it. Yeah. And did you have any other team that was on your list for Kevin Durant? Uh we'll take the Warriors off. I didn't know the Wiggins thing. Uh, now nah, that's about it. I mean, I had a, I sent you a whole list of the possible destinations. Did that at 2 a.m. one night because I couldn't sleep. Uh, the Bulls were in it, but Levine signed his contract, so no. Uh, Sixers, I don't think are in it to be completely honest. If the best piece you're getting in that is Tyrese Maxey, I just don't see it. Sixers would be interesting, I just don't see happening. But the fact Harden hasn't signed his contract yet makes me wonder a little bit. Nah, no. It, it, I'm sorry, but you're not taking if if like you say if Scotty Bonds is in a in, in a deal, Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey's not getting talked about. It's not. I don't care how many picks you offer because everybody's going to match that pick count. So I don't. I think Sixers are out of it. Uh, Bucks were in the whatever, but it's not going to happen. They're never in it. Yeah, I know. And then Nuggets. I, I think just too much injuries for, with Jamal Murray and and a Porter. But, well, Michael Porter is on that contract, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's impossible. Now that I know about that contract, I made that the first night, so I'm not mad at myself for that. 
But like, anyways, I don't think they would do that anyways because all the injuries and then the Nuggets would have to gut their roster just to have Jokic and KD, which would be great. But it, two players isn't going to win you a championship by themselves. Actually, now wondering, is Brandon Ingram on that contract? He might Brandon, be. If he is, then that wouldn't be able to happen. That I'd have to look at that. Yeah, he, he, he might be. He is because he went. He was on the Lakers contract, went to the Pelicans, got signed there. But I don't know if you get traded before you sign your extension. If that you get that contract, I can't waive anything. That's after the rookie contract. I, do I, the Pelicans I, have anybody else? Yeah, no, they don't. Zion, they did themselves. They drafted him. Yeah, I think B.A. has another deal too. That may take the that. That's probably why the Pelicans haven't done shit, and that's why we haven't been hearing Pelicans' name. That makes sense. Try to see if I can. So it's those teams with all those top players. So it's like it's Heat, Celtics, and Raptors. Yeah, probably, I think I'm everybody trying, else is out. Completely honest. All right, I'm looking at a, at a list real quick, and I don't see his name on here. How though? He signed a, a deal right after the rookie deal. After his rookie contract, he signed a long term. Would it might be? I guess the is he might have he might have signed a. Uh, a four-year deal. This this for players that signed a five-year deal, right? So maybe he has a player option or has a four-year deal that he signed because he got traded. He might not have been eligible for a five-year deal. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. All these these rules are fucking stupid, by the way. All these yeah. little intricates. Just who cares? If it's under the cap, let it happen. It just so you know, Jamal Murray is also under that. So Nuggets <laughs> are okay. That, the Nuggets are just completely out. Yeah, but. But yeah, anyways, obviously Kevin Durant requested a trade. So what happens with Kyrie? Haven't technically heard he requested a trade, right? But it's going to happen. And it's I personally would be shocked if it's not LA. I mean, I I guess they're offering Westbrook. Maybe Westbrook's like two or third team. But I mean, it, it looks that's where he wants to go. I think that's easy to tell. He wants to end up with the Lakers. Now the question is, can they get a trade done? I've heard a potential uh, is like Westbrook two first round picks, maybe Taylor Tucker. I don't know if I heard he's involved or not for Kyrie Irving and Joe Harris. The Lakers are kind of balking at Joe Harris, which I think is crazy if you ask me that they're balking at Joe Harris or Seth Curry. I'd take that deal and run if I was them. No, no, no. They but, want Seth Curry more than Joe Harris. I know that's what I'm saying. I like I wouldn't care about that. The fact that you can get Kyrie for that, I'm wrong. Well, that's why I don't think that's bullshit. Like I was seeing tweets saying Lakers were gonna do something, but they didn't want to include THT. Like shut the fuck up. THT is nothing, dude, compared to what these guys are on their level. Like if there's a Westbrook Irving trade that's in talks and Lakers are declining any type sort of any player thrown in, like that's minuscule. I don't I don't believe that news. I don't care. Like if it's Joe Harris to Seth Curry that's keeping you from getting Kyrie, you're an idiot. I don't think that's real. I think that's all fake news. Yeah, and I mean, maybe the Nets want to move KD first before they decide to trade Kyrie so they can maybe fit the pieces around. I personally think Kyrie's going to get traded first. Um, but, I mean, hypothetically, if KD gets traded first, the market might open up for Kyrie for Dallas oh, really? potentially be involved. I mean, they might have to offer, like, Dwight Powell, Tim Hardaway, and picks. I don't know if that's better. I mean, that might be better than Westbrook. What People don't really want Westbrook's contract. You know, it's expiring. I don't really know. The Heat could maybe we'll get, get involved. nothing from Westbrook because the Nets huh? aren't ready to win. So if the Nets do this, they're not going to win right now. They know that. They're not getting Westbrook. Well, why would they take Westbrook? They're going to get him for one year. He's going to leave. And you get what from that? It's got to be Westbrook and a bunch of – like I'm not saying Kyrie's value is not there. I know that. But Kyrie, I'm agree with you. I'll trade Durant first. 
because then the star players that are available, that list makes it way smaller. There's Donovan, I believe Donovan, and then Kyrie. So I feel like that's every team's third option. So I feel like you definitely got to wait till the Durant deal is done to make a Kyrie move. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Dallas could potentially be involved. I think Miami could potentially be involved if they don't get uh, either KD or Donovan Mitchell. Uh, maybe something around Lowry and picks, maybe Heroes involved, maybe not. Uh, these teams like Kyrie's value is very low. I mean, if you're yeah, potentially yeah. trading him for Westbrook and picks, uh, maybe the Clips can be involved. I don't know how close they would be to the uh, hard cap if they um, are if they have that activated. But I mean, they could offer players like uh, Luke Kadar, Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, et cetera, and picks to see if they could potentially get him. Uh, those are really the four teams I think would be the most involved for Kyrie Irving in a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I kind of be shocked at this point as the Lakers. There's too much smoke around that for it not to happen, yeah. in my opinion. I think, but I, I do agree. I think the Nets make that KD trade first and see if value goes up on Irving, which I think it will. Not by a crazy amount. I don't think anybody's going to be offering four first-round picks like it was before. But it's it's he's a good-ass player, and the, the COVID restrictions are off this year. He's just off-court issues, which I don't think are off-court issues anymore. It's just he's a good-ass player, and if the Lakers have any chance of getting that thing done, get it done. It, there's nothing there's nothing about that. If you can get Westbrook off your books and get Kyrie to replace him, get that done. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's enough of that stock personally. Um, but oh, hold up. Can I say one more thing? Go ahead. Nets. What, the, I, what they need to do is what the Thunder did. Because they have these players that the Thunder had, and they didn't get to do that. Remember back in the day, they lost them all. They didn't get nothing from it. They need to know that they're going to be bad. They need to get all the picks they can get, get a young player or two, just like the Thunder did with SGA for Paul George and 10 first-round picks. They need to do that. They need to get young players, and that's why I think they're looking for young players. That's why I think Tyler Hero would be perfect for them. But that's all, I don't. I still don't think that's going to happen. But I just think Tyler Hero is a guy that, that they would like. He's young. He, he's going to be there long-term. You won't complain about it. And you build around him. You build around him, and you, what else do they have there? Uh Simmons. Yeah, Simmons. Simmons is fine, dude. Everybody's hating on Simmons. Did, did you – hold on, one more thing. I'm sorry. We keep talking about Nets. Did you see that the Nets didn't think this KD show was going to happen, dude? They did that. not. They traded a first-round pick for Royce O'Neal the day before. Uh, I they thought we, they were already like – they were getting the surrounding pieces and then this shit happens? Well, that sucks. That, that trade was announced a few seconds literally before the KD – News was it really? Out. I thought it, it was, was a, a day before. No, it was a few seconds. Oh. Seconds, which makes me think they are trying to compete. I think they're they're going to try to at least compete for a playoff push, which makes me think they're looking for not just win now players, but young win now players that can develop. Yeah. Like I think they're going to look for at least two young All Star caliber players for Durant. I mean, rightfully so. It's, I mean, I don't know how you're going to get it. Personally, like I don't think you're gonna get to. I think they can get the young, the young player with potential, and I think they can get another star that's already there at his max potential, like a Van Vliet. But I don't, I don't see like what, what two, what two players are like young stars that are on the same team. Well, that's why I said it's gonna be a multiple team trade. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, the the Nets really messed this up. Like, how how do you go ahead? You signed Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in free agency and then two years later trade for James Harden to be on your team and then they're only on the team for less for a year you win one playoff series with them 
Over a three-year span with Kevin Durant and Kyrie, then one year of Harden, or one and a half years. You had one playoff series. Like, that's just unacceptable as a franchise. That that 2023 pick that the Jazz got from the Nets, was that theirs? Is either theirs or Phillies. Because oh, if that's theirs. That is Sixers. bad, Zach. Sixers. That is bad. The Jazz might have just got the fleece of the year if that's theirs. I don't think the Nets are going to be bad. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team without Durant. Probably not, but at the same time, they're going to get they're going to get a haul for him. They're going to get a haul. Yeah, but if they just got a top, top fourteen pick for Royce O'Neal, the Jazz, they finessed. They've been finessing this whole offseason. Uh, is that protected? No, unprotected okay, first round pick, twenty twenty three. Yeah, I don't know if it's theirs because I these they also got a first round pick for Harden. I don't know if it's that pick or if they just used that pick. I don't think they did. But, well, they could have, um, they, if they didn't know about Durant, then why would why wouldn't you? Kyrie just came back. Oh, it's all good. We're gonna be decent this year. Let's get Royce O'Neal. Try to be better. No, that's crazy. Jazz have Jazz have had the best one of the best off seasons. Them and the Celtics have had the best off season so far. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the Jazz. I mean, the Jazz they got rid of Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I'm still completely stunned on how they were able to get. Basically, uh, four, with four or five first round picks, four first round picks and Max Kessler, so basically five. Yeah, and then I mean, they, they got some play. I mean, some decent players. They got who was it? Patrick Beverly, Malik. They got Beasley. Beverly, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. I, I like Jared Vanderbilt, but um, they got Jared Vanderbilt in it. Yep, they got Jared Vanderbilt. Yo, the Jazz are finessing. The but, Jazz, that's um, the best trade of the year. But I mean. That's going to be an interesting fit for um, the Timberwolves. Early prediction, obviously, you got to see how the rest of the offseason goes. I think the Timberwolves going to win a lot of games, like 50-plus wins. But once the playoffs get here, they could go out in the first round. If they make it past the first round, maybe second round. I, I mean, look, I mean, starting lineup of would be D'Lo and um, maybe Jane McDaniels at the three, maybe. Um, Who's the, then, I'm sorry, you cut out a little. Who's the point? D'Lo. D'Lo and maybe Jane McDaniels at the three, Cat and um, oh, and yeah, Gobert. I mean, that's a good starting lineup that should win a lot now? of games. Uh, I couldn't. Jordan Prince is their six man. I couldn't tell you the top of my head who. What, the, uh, they had Jordan Prince, like. and that's it. That's like all I could think of, obviously. McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Yeah, they got McLaughlin. Um, I'm I'm looking up real quick because I can't think of the top Dude. of my head. And let me can I say this about that trade. Max Kessler is gonna fucking eat in Utah. He is going to eat. That's that's because that was my sleeper pick too, and I was pissed he went to Minnesota because they don't really develop bigs like that unless they're already good, like Towns was. All right, like, Kessler's gonna eat there. Oh no, they got some decent bench guys. They signed Brent Forbes. I forgot they signed Cal, Cal Anderson. Um, and they got Nasrias backup center. They got some decent guys yeah. there. Okay. J- Jalen Noel had some decent plays for them. Wendell mm-hmm. Ward, that should be an interesting guy. Um. But yeah, they got some decent depth there. Like I said, I think they'll win a lot of games in the regular season because they, they got a lot of talent. But when you get to the playoffs, I mean, episode eight, Cat Gobert front court is going to work in your favor, um, especially once like if, once you put like the Warriors right mm-hmm. when, when they play Draymond Green at the five. I just don't get how that that team's going to work. You know, um, when they play the Dallas Mavericks, I don't see how that's going to work. You know, they're they're going to play one of those teams. That's going to play them off. I'm not saying it's because Gobert is like a bad defender, like some people are trying to say. No, obviously he's three-time deep point. It's crazy talk. Um, but the style, right? 
have a cat four. No, he kind of already played the four in a bit because of the way they like to use like uh, Vanderbilt McDaniels. He kind of has played the four. He's just got the big buy as center. But at the same time, I just think overall, um, it's just not the front court player I'd want next to Cat. Ideally, if you're trying to make an actual finals run, I think, like I said, regular season wise, oh, it's going to be great. People might say they're a sleeper because they're going to win a lot of games. I, I think they're going to the the finish top four. They could. I mean, there's a lot of competition. A lot of competition. There is. But I think, man, you know, I'm high on Ant. Ant's going to go crazy. And then they got, I mean, I don't know how that's going to work to four or five. I'm not even going to talk about that. I just don't know how it's going to work. But they got, yeah, I think I agree with you. I think they're going to be a top four seed in the in the playoffs and get eliminated early. That sounds like something, that sounds that like it fits them. Yeah. And then, I mean, you look at the Utah Jazz side. What's going to happen now? You trade Gobert for basically a lot of picks. That kind of screams rebuild to me. Or do they go ahead, they try to flip the picks from the other players? Do they maybe go ahead and try to use those four first-round picks to get yourselves a Miles Turner and a John Collins, right? Um, is that the potential move you do? Or is Donovan Mitchell going to get out? Now, personally, if I'm the Jazz, what I think they're going to do is as of 9.49 p.m. on July 3rd, their goal is to build around Donovan Mitchell. But... Don Mitchell's plan might not be to be there. You know, I think that if he goes into the front office and asks for a trade, they would be willing to trade him. Now, the leverage, I don't know how much leverage Don Mitchell has to say which team he wants to go to. But, I mean, we've all seen the rumors. It's pretty much Miami would be the team he wants to go to. It was Knicks, but Knicks aren't interested anymore, I've heard. So, it's... I, I don't I don't think he, he really wants to go to the Knicks. I think he's I, I think there's a better chance he ends up on the Nets than the Knicks. It is 100% now because the Knicks are out of it. But, like, I'm just saying, like, I don't believe that shit. Donovan Mitchell knows he is gone. He is gone. He knows it. Danny Ainge knows it. The whole Jazz front office knows it. I know they do. I've seen Mitchell working out this whole offseason with everybody but a Jazz player. So I, I I don't I think he knows he's gone. He's already buying houses in Florida, which take with a grain of salt. Everybody does that. Everybody but, has house in Florida. Exactly. That's why I said take with a grain of salt. But I, I he's gone. I know he's gone. And I think right if that Durant move happens, I think he's either involved in it, like you said, or he's going right after that shit to the Miami Heat. If the Miami Heat don't get Durant. Now here, here's my thing. You're Utah. Let me ask you a question. Where is this year's 2023 NBA All-Star game going to be? Utah. It's in Utah. If you're the Utah Jazz and you trade Donovan Mitchell, I mean, you, you want somebody to be representing your team in the All-Star game when it's at home. You need someone to be representing yourselves. So, I mean, people might not think about this too much, but, I mean, I think the Jazz, who has oh, four years four years left on his contract, I think that they would likely try to keep him for a year before trying to move on with him. I mean, they have the leverage to not move him. And he, he could stay around rebuilding TV, still 24 years old. I think people got to keep an eye on the fact that the All-Star game is in Utah, and that could play a factor. I don't think that plays a factor at all. Why do you care? The owner cares. They want they, – because – Why do you, you – have... I, don't, I don't see that why they care. If they're getting – if they're getting what they want for Donovan Mitchell, just like they got what they – they got and exceeded what they wanted for Rudy Gobert, he's gone. What Tyler Hero can't make an All Star if he's by himself? 
uh, it's not guaranteed like Donovan. No, Mitchell. I know, I know what you're saying, but Donovan Mitchell ain't a guarantee. He's close to it, but also um, the fact that um, uh, what was I just about to say? I don't think the Utah Jazz are just going to trade Donovan Mitchell if he wants out. You have to give him a big package. Like for example, it was Heat. It has to be a Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, maybe another young player, and three first round picks and pick swaps, which is a big package for Donovan Mitchell. Worth um, it. But, I mean, that's the type of package you're going to have to take. You just got five first-round picks to go bear. What do you think Doc Mitchell's going to go for? Five first-round picks? You don't really go over that. You're just getting better players. I mean, yeah, obviously Hero's a better player than what they've got back. I'm saying, like, he's going to go for more, basically, overall in a package than what I don't think he get, I don't. I don't think they get more than five picks. I think they, if they're getting Tyler Hero in it, it's going to be – I'm not saying they get five picks, but overall, the value's got to be better than what they got for Gobert. It will be. It will be. If the Heat are offering three first, two seconds, and Tyler Hero, it's better than what they got. It just is. Malik Beasley's not there. Beverly's probably going to get moved in that trade. I don't know how, but I don't think he's going to be on the Jazz to start the season. Like, nah, I don't think I don't think the All-Star game has anything to do with that. I don't think they care about that. I mean, they could. But I just don't think they do. I, th- I think they would. They'll get, they get the money from people coming there anyways. I don't think they care about one of their players being in it. I'm, I'm sure Tyler would be in something, even if it's not the, the all-star game. He'll be in the skills challenge or whatever. I think he'll be in something, but like I, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I don't think if they don't trade Donovan, they're not going to be on the phone getting offered what they want and say, oh, I don't know, we want to have an all-star this year. No, I, I just don't believe that. If you get what you want, you take it, and you're done. There was one of the trade that did happen, and um, I think only one of the trade, or at least trade worth mentioning, but – um. Malcolm Brogdon is the Boston Celtic. He went for fairly cheap. He went for a, uh, a I think it was a lottery protected first round pick. And if uh doesn't convey, it goes to, I think, one or two second round picks. And um, I don't even remember the players that are involved. Naismith is the only one worth mentioning. Aaron Naismith, Daniel Tice was the player involved. Um, but I mean, that's a good pickup from the uh, Celtics. I saw a report they might see him as a six man. Maybe he starts next to Marcus Smart. We'll go with, we'll see. I think he's probably being the six man. Overall, he's a good player. I think he's better two than point guard, but he obviously has the ability to play the point guard. He's more of an off-ball guy, um, in my opinion. But he has to play make it to him, and I think he'll be a good overall addition for the Celtics, especially for that price. I mean, you got it for pretty cheap. Dude, I was so mad when I saw that. Like, I like Brogdon. I like how he plays. I think he wins games. That's so perfect for the Celtics. They gave nothing for him, and it fit the cap. It's it's literally a perfect fit, and that makes them so much better. They they have the uh, that star potential at six man now. They're they're gonna be so good. Them and the Jazz, those are the two winners of the off season so far. And there's no doubt, nobody else competing in my mind for that. Oh, yeah. and then Knicks, Jalen. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, what's it called? Brockton's gonna be a good fit. The only question with Michael Brockton is is he gonna be on the court? Right? Is he gonna be able to be on the court? He's still with a lot of um, health uh, problems uh, over his career. That's my main concern with him is his health. Yeah, no, yeah, he misses a lot of games, but when he plays, he's so efficient and he, he wins games. So that's why I'm just scared. Like Boston got so much better, and they already beat, they already won the East last year. D- does Malcolm Brogdon beat the Warriors? Um. I really don't know if he makes too much of a difference. I think he definitely helps. Yeah. But I don't think he's a make or break guy. 
I, I don't think so either. I don't think, oh, my God, they need – like, you weren't watching the finals saying, oh, my God, they need Malcolm Brogdon. But, like, I feel like it just helps them so much. I feel like that's – and then who else did they get? They got someone else. Um, I don't think anybody Gallinari. else. Gallinari. They signed him. I don't know if that's been official yet because I don't think it's been bought out, but that's what it's likely going to happen. Yeah, they're just getting so much better, dude. I will say, who is um, Malcolm Brogdon? Like, who's going to get taken out of the rotation for Malcolm Brogdon? Because they had Derek White and Pink Pritchard off the bench. Who do you think he takes spot over? I, what I'm doing is, who, what? Pritchard's not going to be a. Pritchard's not going to be up there anymore. He's going to be on the team. He's going to be getting some minutes, but he's not going to be up there. Brogdon's taking them shits quick. Right, well, one, of the, one of those guys is likely going to get their minutes taken away completely because those are the three guards. Derek White's not. He's getting paid. Huh? Derek White's minutes ain't getting taken away. All right, so you think Peyton Pritchard's going to get kicked out of the rotation? 100%. Thanks. All right. That's, that's not even a talk. There's no debate there. Uh, if Peyton Pritchard comes back and he's dunking on people and just owning training camp, no, he's he's a good player, but he's not going to he's not going to be their six-man starting backup point guard anymore, no. All right, don't, I don't know if Derek White's a free agent or not, though. I haven't seen his name of free agency. Not. But um, – or, or maybe they, for some reason, let like Robert Williams or Horford on the bench for some reason to slide like a broad starting lineup. I don't think they'd do that, but that's maybe another possibility. Um, that's what I would do personally. I'd put I'd put Brogdon at the one, Smart at the two, because Brogdon's a better ball handler than Smart. And then I'd put Brown at the three because he can guard the three, and Tatum at the four, and Williams at the five, and Horford off the bench. That's what I would do, but like the, I think Brogdon's. You have him at six man. It's fine. I, I don't no no hate about about that. I think I keep at six man. Safe starting lineup that you had uh, during the season that just got you to the finals. Yeah, that's what I would do. But um, there were some free signings. Not really a lot of big signings so far. Obviously, the uh, Kevin Durant news could uh, it's okay. cost that cost the market to slow down. But some of the bigger moves, I'll go ahead and start naming some. If you want to talk about it, we can go ahead and do it. Um, but go, we'll start off with Jalen Brunson. I mean, the Knicks. Um, personally, I'm not the biggest Jalen Brunson guy. Like, I'm not paying him four years, 110 million, was it, that he got paid? 104. 104? Yeah, 21 a year. But it, it, here's the thing it's like he's a good player. And he's not we're 26. Huh? 26 a year. I thought it was, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's four year, not five year. My bad. Uh, I think he's a good player. It's not that, but. That every time the Knicks sign somebody like that, that's not like all star already, and he's kind of like, oh, he might be something. They always make him bust. Like, it seems like every time they get someone like that. So I just feel like that's where his career is going to die. He's going to go average fourteen and four. Like I just don't feel like he. I I, I don't know. It, it's fine for the Knicks, but I just feel like why do that? Like why waste your money there? That's what you were waiting for. That's why you traded Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks. To get Jalen Brunson, uh, that's just my opinion. He's a good player, but like that's not gonna that, he's not gonna win you a playoff series. You know what I'm saying? It's just not gonna happen. So I don't know what their goal is there. Maybe they see Brunson as this guy that's coming up, up and coming All Star. I don't, but maybe they do. So whatever they see is that's what matters. Well, Jalen Brunson last year, whenever he was on the court with Luca. He was he played pretty well. Um, he played obviously really good in the playoffs, and his camp believes that if he had more on ball opportunities, you know, because obviously he was an off ball player with Luca, they think he could play up to the standard what this contract's offering him. So obviously it's a wait and see situation. Personally, I just don't see it myself. But I mean, 
Jalen Brunson, if he can continue the success he had in the playoffs with the new environment, then who knows? Maybe we're looking back at this and being like, all right, Knicks, you made a good investment here. I mean, you did say the one thing of players don't do good when they sign a contract. I'm not a big fan of Julius Randle, but he did turn out a really good all-star caliber. He did it by himself. It's still. Barrett was terrible that year. Barrett came out this year in Randle's ass. What was that? Barrett was Barrett was terrible the year he was going crazy. Barrett was good this year, broke out, and Randall was ass back to Julius Randall. Like I, I, I needed was point guard. Now they're trying to trade Julius Randall, and they can't because no one wants him. His contract. So it's it, I'm telling you right now, they, that's where players they need to reset. RJ Barrett's who we need to build around. They know that, but like they need to reset. They need to stop wasting their money on players like this because you're not. You take the Knicks team and you add Jalen Brunson to it. What does that do for you? You're just accepting the eighth seed, maybe, maybe a playing game, maybe. Hey, go ahead and get the sales up, Madison Square Garden. Get that money. Yeah, but no one. Who's coming to the Knicks game and saying, "Let me get that Jalen Brunson jersey"? Hey, Knicks fans are some crazy. They are crazy, and I respect yeah. them for they're, it. They're they, going to they get their Jalen Brunson jerseys. R.J. Barrett's making them their money, not Jalen Brunson. You see the Knicks fans, they're not even happy about it. They're like, cool, that's good. I mean, we got our point guard. But even the Knicks fans are saying, oh, I can't wait for this 14-6 and six season because that's what it's going to be. Like, I don't – like, Jalen Brunson's not Luka's sidekick anymore. It's the guy that's getting paid $26 million and people that are guarding him know that. They're going to play him real now. Like, I'm not saying he's bad. He's a great player. And his contract's not even the worst part about it. It's the Knicks. Point blank, period. I don't hate Jalen Brunson, but that's just where careers go to die. And, and, and Jalen Brunson doesn't make you a top four seed. And I don't think it sells you any more tickets. They're sold out regardless. They'll be terrible when they're sold out. They're good fans. But Jalen Brunson does nothing for that. I'm sorry. That's why I just think it's a pointless signing. As long as the team runs to R.J. Barrett, I'm okay with it. If it's R.J. Barrett, you got to build around. Great player, good. underrated player. Good. Um, they just gotta build around him, and I'm okay with the signing, personally. Yeah. No, I'm I'm okay. I'm not I'm not mad about it. I'm just like, why though? Because I mean, I, I obviously don't want the Knicks to be good. I'm a Heat fan, but like, it, that just does nothing for you. I don't think. Maybe if you think it helps RJ Barrett, cool. Because that's who they have to build around. That guy's a stud. He's gonna be their guy. But I, I just I just don't see it as you're trying to win basketball. Why sign a player that's going to take all your cap for the next four years and get you to the eight seed maybe one year? It just seems like you're wasting stuff. I'd, I'd, I'd rather save that money till next year, try to get a big-name guy, and keep drafting. No, I get that. I get that. Um, next up, you got P.J. Tucker to Philly. He signed basically for their full mid-level, I think, three-year deal. I, I mean, it's a good signing for Philly. P.J. Tucker's probably a perfect role player you could want. Um Let's see if he starts at three, probably. Maybe they move Tobias Harris. They now got a lineup of Maxi, Harden, Tucker, Harris, and um, and Embiid. I mean, that's a solid lineup. And it adds kind of a little bit of toughness that I feel like Philly didn't have. Um, obviously, P.J. Tucker has great chemistry with Harden. Uh, it's kind of become the Houston East, because I know they're trying to go after Eric Gordon as well. Um, overall, I mean, it's a good signing for Philly. Um, I don't know if it necessarily puts them over the top, per se. But, I mean, it gives him a great perimeter defender on the team. And, I mean, overall, I mean, as long as he doesn't play too many minutes, it should be a good fit. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't hate P.J. Tucker for it. You left the heat. 
And I'm, I'm okay with it if it's for more money. Get your money. I can't hate on that. But it was barely, it really wasn't. It was more of a, he wanted to be there with Harden and then he, which whatever, cool. But that doesn't win them more games, I don't think. I really don't. It, it, it's such a, it's more of a chemistry signing, I think, for sure. But as far as does it beat them in the heat next year? I don't know. It's weird because they're taking a player away from the heat. But it's whatever. It's, it's a good fit for them, but I'm not too crazy on it. Never have been. Even when we signed up, I wasn't too crazy on it. Uh, Gary Payton second to the Blazers. He signed, I think, two for 16 deal. I like, I like the no, fit. No, he didn't sign a two for 16. He signed a three for 28. Three for 28. Uh, I don't know where I saw two for 16. Oh, I know. I saw two for 16. Uh, we'll get to him a little bit. But, um, make Gary Payton, um, solid player. Think he'll be a good fit next to Dame. Um, nothing crazy. He had a good, he had a good, um, a good series in the finals against the, um, against the Celtics. And overall, congrats on getting paid. Yeah, for sure. This is what this is about is congrats to Gary Payton. But as far as Blazers, I feel like it was kind of stupid. I mean, he's not, you're saying he's going to be great next to Dame, but he's not because Simons is their starting shooting guard. And uh, they paid Nurkic. I mean, I, I feel like, well, was that their exception or did they have Capron? Uh, I'm pretty sure that was the, um, I think that was their mid level. I mean, if you like them, you like them. It, it's just those players that tend to like, bounce around from G League to G League and then finally get paid, never end up good. They never do. Not one. You can't show me one. So, I mean, I, I think he'll be okay. Okay, role player, but that's all that is there. The thing with Gary Payton is he's not just a good defender. He's an elite defender. So, he he'll be able to find a way to go to the court. No, for sure. I don't hate on it. Like, I love Gary Payton, but I just don't think he's worth $10 million a year. But I, I'm happy for him. It's no, no hate on it. Like, I'm happy he got paid. He deserves he, – he, he had a good season, and I'm happy he got paid. Uh, next up, time spent too much on Javale McGee to Dallas. He got he got a nice contract. You know, someone who like thinks Javale McGee to Dallas. Yeah, yeah. He, got, he got a nice contract. Someone who's been kind of sh- jumping around at minimums. Maybe finds a home here in Dallas. Good backup center, and I think he'll be good fit next to Luca. Uh, good job for him. Good for him, exact. I love Javale McGee. I wanted him, but I didn't think he would cost that much. I didn't think he was getting ten a year. Like, right, let me ask you a question. Do you think Javale McGee makes it out of that three year contract? Without um, getting traded or cut? I think so. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so. I think he's they, a very good player. He's very they, underrated. But maybe, I don't on his, maybe on this last year, if Dallas for some reason isn't very good, but I think he'll probably make it. I mean, it is only three. If it was four years, I'd say guaranteed not, but three, I don't. I still don't think he makes it out of that. Like, he's a good-ass player. I love JaVale McGee. I've always have. Always have. But he's, just, he's like, like another thing. He's not worth $10 million. I don't feel like – I don't see why that's like the signing you go to so quick. You know what I mean? And like we talked about last podcast, who's going to be the guy that gets signed? I don't think it was him, but it was. Uh, there's players that shouldn't be getting signed this quick to the mid level. Probably one of my favorite signings so far is Malik Monk to the Sacramento Kings. He gets to pair back up with his former college teammate and De'Aaron Fox. Uh, he's, he's just a scorer, you know. Um, you know the the Kings might have a nice little something starting to build over there. You got Fox, you got Monk. Uh, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, and then Sabonis. I mean, Sean I don't expect them to be nothing crazy, but overall, I mean, they should be fine for a playing spot. They should be. Mm-hmm. They have enough talent too. Um, but I, I like Malik Monk's fit with uh, 
with him a lot. They could use that go-to score. And I mean, I don't think he's going to be a crazy go-to score, but he showed a lot of flashes last year and the year before with Charlotte. They could be a good signing. Malik Monk, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the same boat with you. I've always been high on Malik Monk. I think you know that. Uh, even with Charlotte, he's never got that starting spot. Never. Charlotte used him as sixth, seventh man. Lakers didn't use him as that, but he showed he had flashes. Like, I always loved Malik Monk's game. And he's probably going to start at the two this year, right? Uh, maybe. Well, I, don't, I don't know 100%, but I think he will. Not, well, they have Davion. You think Davion's going to start over? No. Okay. So, yeah, I think Malik Monk, he's going to have a good first year, I think, with the Kings. And they're going to be like, oh, that's a seal of a contract. I think at the end of the season, they're going to look back and be like, who was a good contract steal? I think it's going to be Malik Monk's going to be worth this contract for sure. These fireworks are annoying. It's July 3rd. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, go quickly about it. I'd say Hartenstein to the Knicks. That was two for 16. That I was thinking about <laughs> Overall, he was a great, great backup center last year for the Clippers. I don't know if I would have given him that much, but they had to give him money to buy him away from the Clippers. I mean, let's see if he could play as good as he did last year. I have nothing to say about that. That, that, that's, that's, that. that was like the first signing. That was like, what what just happened? Like, why did that happen so quick? That happened at like 6.03 and the deadline started at 6. So I don't get it. It's another Knicks signing. You have mid-level exceptions and that's what you use it on. It just doesn't It doesn't make sense. I think that was a good signing for them. I mean, I per- probably would have kept their own as well as back center instead of signing mid-level for him. And then they signed overall, Mitchell Robinson. They're paying yeah. $8 million to a backup center. Hey, he was a really, really good backup center. Last I time. watched him. He was the, the tall white guy, right? Number 55? I mean, something I like that. Clippers, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was very solid. I, for some reason here in Florida, you get a lot of Clippers games at 1030 at night. So I watched a lot of him. He's a good player, but I don't I don't see why that's the focus. You get your backup center with for $8 million. Like, uh, whatever. It's a whatever signing. Um, we kind of talked about a little bit last podcast, but John Walter, the Clippers – just wait and see how he looks healthy. I mean, he got bought out by the Rockets. I mean, I'm interested to see who starts between John Wall and Richard Jackson. Should be probably much more of a debate than people are probably going to want to say it is. But, I mean, if he could be healthy and play, even like I mean, he was giving Houston some decent minutes. Uh, but let's just see how healthy he is and how much of a contributor he could be to a team that is going to be one of the favorites for the championship this year. Yeah, I'm excited for John Wall. Already, we talked about this last time. You know, the contract's like 11 million a year it's fine for him like i think that's that's fun i can't wait for that i want to watch some clippers games this year i'm not gonna lie um the denver nuggets they got bruce brown good perimeter defender that the nuggets need they don't really have a lot of perimeter defensive Mm -hmm. guys on their team obviously just trade for james codwell pope so they're starting to get some perimeter defensive guys out there i think that's going to be good for them Uh, yeah i like designing nothing i love bruce brown Always been high on him. They needed perimeter defending, and I think they got him for what three for eighteen, six a year. Um, some along those lines. Some along those lines. But that's fine for him. He's a good role player. That's what role players should be paid. Uh, this was a, a signing that I thought was a steal. Dante Divincenzo to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Um, he's a very solid player, and I mean the rich just got richer. I mean, I think he's going to be able to go in there and make a huge contribution to that team. It'll be probably the backup two. Well, yeah, Jordan Poole's kind of going to be the backup one, I guess, unless I'm forgetting someone. But basically, take over Gary Payne's role, and he's a good, better shooter uh, than Gary Payne. Maybe not the defender he is, but I wouldn't say he's necessarily a terrible defender either. But I mean, I mean, I think it's going to be a very good fit for the Warriors. Yeah, no, I, I, I like Dante. Uh, I think he's a good backup. Uh, I don't know what he got paid. 
I don't think it was anything crazy though. So nah, nothing crazy. No, I don't hate on it. That's a good signing for the Warriors and whatever Warriors want they get. So I'm telling you. Yep. And then the Chicago Bulls, they made two signs. They signed Goran Dragic and Andre Drummond, two guys to come off the bench. Um, some guys that maybe they're playing at the highest potentials um, that they've shown in the past would be a really good signing overall. I mean, it's a crowded um, backcourt for the Bulls. Obviously, Lonzo, Levine starting. It, but they have Ayodosomo. They got Kobe White. Uh, I think they even have another guard. I'm probably forgetting enough top of my head. Um, Alex Caruso. Um, so, I mean, they got a crowded backcourt. Maybe a trade's coming. No, Kobe White's been kind of thrown around trade talks. Um Drummond, I mean, he's a backup center at this point. It is what it is. Should be decent. But, um, but I mean, you have any thoughts on it? Uh, I can't believe – I'm sorry. Who was the other guy you said with Drogic? Drummond. Drummond. Yeah, I, I love both of those signings. Like, I don't know I, – I, I get it. Drummond's – his plus minus is terrible, and he has terrible flashes, but he's an elite scorer inside at points. So, it's whatever deal. I'm okay with it. But Drogic – why time out time out time out don't don't even talk about this with me drummond's fine i i hate i hate you no said, you just said he's elite scorer inside he, he has been in the past you don't want to bully people 24 7 i think he had flashes of that with the lakers he, we played the lakers we played the he played the lakers one time two years ago and and lebron was out and drummond just was killing us the, the reason why drummond gets so many rebounds because he keeps getting his own putbacks I know. I've always he's, he's not he's I'm not, not a good finisher. He shot under fifty percent uh before and it's I'm just he's a goalie. He could do what he wants. He's not a great finisher at the rim. I, I we can I feel like if if you miss your shot and get your own rebound, I feel like he's fine at finishing. If if he knows his mistake and gets his own shit, yeah, stats are padded. I know this. There's there's not there's not there's no reason he should be getting paid three million if his stats showed how he actually played. I get it. But I think both of the signings are very good for them. Drogic should – I'm sorry. Drogic is – I know he's old, but he's not He's not supposed to be getting paid less than some of these players. He just shouldn't be. He got $2.9 At least give him six. Like, he's getting men. He's still got some of the tank. That's why I don't, I don't see – like, some of these teams that are in on this Kevin Durant saga, I'm not going to name them. They're not looking at these men-level guys that are already going. And some of these men-level guys should not be signing right now. Well, the mid-level is not going to affect Kevin Durant's sweepstakes. You can sign a mid-level guy no matter no, what. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it affects that. I'm just saying, like, these teams that might get Kevin Durant and lose a bunch of their bench pieces are losing out on these players because the Kevin Durant thing's taking so long. Yeah, we'll see. There's one other player that I wanted to bring up that got signed to a new team. Uh, Joe Ingles to the Bucks. I think that's going to be a very interesting signing. Obviously, he's still recovering from his injury from last season. I don't know what the timetable is looking like. Maybe he comes back. I thought I heard maybe something like it might not be too, like close to All Star break, something like that. Might be kind of their quote unquote trade deadline acquisition mm-hmm. um, that they get uh, because he's recovering from the injury. But if he can play like he has for the Utah Jazz, basically kind of a backup point guard at times for them. I mean, mm-hmm. he he could be very good fit for them. He could shoot the ball very well, he could play make, he can defend a little bit. You know, it, overall, it should be a good signing for them as long as he's healthy. No, I love that signing. It's a Bucks. It's a Bucks signing. It's a guy that's gonna help you in, into your playoff run in the playoffs. So yeah, I love that for the Bucks. Yeah. We don't have to go too much into these guys. Just some guys that got re-signed. Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, both agreed to max extensions. Congrats to you guys. Go get your bag. Um, Anthony mm-hmm. Simons got a huge contract, four for hundred, I believe it was. Um, I mean, good for him. I don't know if uh, I would have done that, but I don't know if you could necessarily not do that if you're the Blazers at the same time. Um, 
one of my favorite signings just for the guy. A former two-way player, Lou Dort, got his bag. They declined his team option for $1 million to get from, I think it was 587 Congrats to you, Lou Dort. Um, Mitchell Robinson, you already talked about, they got four for 60 And then Bobby Portis, you know, he declined his team option to go ahead and sign four for 49 with the Bucks. Uh, very important part for their team. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love all those. Uh, I, I don't think Lou Dort deserves all that, but like, and Simons maybe not yet, but Simons got all potential in the world. I love Simons. Uh, yeah. The, the guys they needed to keep, they had n- nothing else better to do. I don't hate on any of those. Yep, and I think that's going to go ahead and do it for this podcast. Hold up, hold oh, up. What's up? I got something I, I wrote I want you to do before we end this off, okay? Oh, you so surprised this is, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm going to say is players, I want to see how much you've been paying attention to signings, even the smaller signings. I'm going to name, okay. I'm going to name seven players, and you got to tell me what team they signed with. Uh, okay, this is going to be tough. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. All right, tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. All right. Bismack Biombo. Oh, uh, I saw this. Did he um oh shoot. Did he <sighs> quick. Um he didn't go to the Raptors. I'm just, he he used to be a Raptor. I'm just gonna say that. I forget. Wrong sons. Back to the Sons. Oh, uh, Damian sons. Lee. Damian Lee, I just saw this as well. Did he just today? <laughs> uh, this this sucks. I'm saying sons. I hate to go to Suns. He went to the Suns. I thought it's one of their minimums. All right. Yes. All right. Nemanja Bielitsa. He went overseas. Wow. Okay. You got that one. I did not think you'd get that. All right. Derek Jones. Back to the Bulls. All right. Three for four. We got Kevin Herter. Uh, he got traded to from the Hawks to the – I'll show you. Did he get traded before? Um, he got oh. traded to – if you give me a second, I'll, I'll remember it. But I got to go – Rapid fire. So he got traded. Was it the Kings? Was the Kings? You're doing great right now. Otto Porter. Uh, Raptors. All right. And then we got. I was gonna do that one, but you already talked about it. Um, let's do Ricky Rubio. I uh, went back to the Cavs. All right. And it's tough because not a, not a lot of guys left. They, a lot of them stayed. I'm trying to find one you won't get. Oh. See, you talked about these guys. I want to do a tough one for the last one. Let's do Let's do Gary Harris. Gary Harris. Um, did he go back to the Magic? Is that your final answer? I'm say that. Correct. I think you okay. went six or seven. That's pretty good. But also, a lot of people went back to their teams. Yeah. So not hard, but like we're gonna do this again. Both of us can. And we're going to do it at the end of free agency. <laughs> Good luck right. with the small names. All right. So, I mean, hopefully next time we're back, we get some big-time news, right? Hopefully we see a KD trade, a Kyrie trade, maybe some other trades happen or some big-time signings. We'll see. Um, but hopefully next episode also we'll go and try to add some NFL topics back to the pod. Um, you know, uh, NFL season is going to be back in just about a month. Um, but – uh, I've got nothing else to say. Hope you guys did enjoy. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, make sure you guys go ahead and comment, like, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you guys are listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, make sure to go ahead and leave a five-star rating and follow. Uh, you got any closing words? That's it, man. I can't wait. Stuff's going to be opening up. For uh, We have some football coming up. Training camp's coming soon, a couple weeks. 
and hopefully no injuries. But that's that's what we've been talking about. I can't wait. These trades should be happening soon. It's gonna get starting to get fun. All right, I'm going to catch you guys later. All right, see you guys.